label this under things that should probably get a bit more coverage. Uh, Two weeks ago, the founder of Cash App was stabbed to death on a San Francisco street. The headlines kind of at the time were like, it made it sound like some crazy whack mugging, like, you know, like in the middle of the night, right? Uh, This past week, an acquaintance of his had been arrested in connection, or maybe it was uh, suspect, but what exactly is going on here? <laughs> like, is this literally, I don't know, like a, a sketch show where someone literally hires someone to take out someone they don't like? Well, I haven't read much into it about it being his like colleague or whatever, but I was listening to something that said it was awfully suspicious that he got stabbed like the day after the Fed introduced like their new digital um, like money, basically. Right. I, we can't just chalk this up to like coincidence, <laughs> I, you know, yeah. like the, the shit with the I mean, you know, we can't parse through it because there was the building collapse in Florida where like people tried to connect it to that guy who had like government secrets. You've got Epstein. Um, but yeah, this, this doesn't just happen every day where these this guy just gets stabbed. Right. Yeah. Did you see the video? No. I mean, it's. He's just on a normal ass street, just starts running and this guy chases him and catches him and just stabs him. I don't know. You think someone like that, maybe not, but you would think maybe he'd have like security or something. Like, I don't know. Right. I saw someone a TikTok about people talking about how it's getting blown out of proportion, that it's just actually how it shows how dangerous San Francisco is. See, that's the spin is like, yeah, I don't know. I know. Maybe, maybe there is uh, something more sinister here. And then all of a sudden there's public pumping up. No, that's, oh, yeah, yeah. well, San Francisco is just so dangerous. But then it's like, okay, they're trying to push that narrative. Or it's like, yeah, I don't know what to do uh, with this scenario. I mean, I can, I can see that argument of it just being San Francisco is dangerous if it wasn't his little colleague that stabbed him. Right. Oh, it, was it, his, wasn't it was his actual colleague who stabbed him? I don't have a we're missing Bursic right now, but maybe he would look that up for us. But it's uh, in uh, just parsing through like yeah, you said it. There's a guy running up to it. No security. Um, you would imagine this guy, like you said, is rich enough to at least not be like walking in the middle of the street. If San Francisco is that legit dangerous, I'm sure he would know that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Very bizarre. And like, I don't know, let's say darkest of dark. This was uh, premeditated. How much did that guy have to get paid to, you know, sign? I don't think this guy was a professional assassin, but that's like, <laughs> if you were going to do that, you would want to go for some, you know, just homeless guy. Right. Yeah. Uh, keep your head on a swivel, I guess. We'll uh, keep our <laughs> eye on things here. What is going on here? Things have died down a little bit, but, uh, the Chris from Mr. Beast scenario. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, so I went into it like I'm on TikTok and all these clips are you know, coming out. I'm like, what is happening? Because I don't watch Mr. Beast. Like I follow him, what he does. But I, you know, I'll check out maybe his videos if he actually does get me to clickbait into him. But it's like it's more of a show for kids. I feel like Mr. Beast TV. I could be wrong on that, but he's he's like doing a lot of I don't, I, know, I don't know. Yeah. 
He's yeah. uh, it's it's nothing interesting to me. He's just like he's like throwing money around where I don't know kids look like that's more entertaining TV than like Cartoon Network, I guess you know. And kids are now watching YouTube more than you know network television. But uh, it's the whole transgender debate where it's like I don't I don't I don't know a transgender person, so it's that's why I'm not as sensitive to the matter where I could probably learn more. My brother's gay. I'm sensitive to, you know, gay marriage and what it's like, you know, like that. I actually, it hits home. So I'm a little bit more, you know, attentive and know more about it. I don't know what it's like to know, like feel like you're not in your body or whatever, or whether that's a real thing or not. But uh, it's crazy that this debate is, uh, you know, still raging on, but outside of the general debate, it kind of hit Mr. Beast and, you know, people wanted to tear that group apart uh this kid had this guy has a literal son and a wife you know and it's like what what happens there lots of dynamic to dive into yeah i uh i don't know if they were fake or not but they probably were but this do you see those like apparent texts that got leaked from mr beast no miss that saying that like we have to like i understand it's uncomfortable but we we have to um you know, like be supportive because people creators have gotten canceled for much less than this. Yeah. Same. I mean, it sucks because he's his friend too. And it's like, like they were friends and it's like, I don't know, like he's going to be there for him, but this guy's a massive <laughs> audience. And it's like, you know, no matter what, if you cast that wide of an audience net, you're going to piss people off for just this matter, which is like, okay, if you get pissed off by that, I get people getting turned off by that and not wanting to watch, but it's like, if you get literally triggered by this, I don't get it. But that's the world we live in, uh, you know, and it's like, does Mr. Beast have a decision to make? You know, the TikTok's the master of clipping things where they're all like they're clipping everyone who may have frowned for one second. They're like, Mr. Beast is feeling it, man. It's like, look, it's not the same. Um, yeah, it's I feel for him. I, you know, I I never knew, like, again, didn't follow Mr. Beast. So I was like, who the hell is this greatest person? I'm like, I didn't know he was person? either. Yeah. Yeah um but again it's kind of died down um you know so we'll see where it goes from there but yeah it's uh you know crazy um this is also crazy as we wrap up that i don't know if you could just say things like this but nick cannon thinks you can <laughs> states that he wants his next baby to be with taylor swift Yep. <laughs> okay <laughs> like what <laughs> does she have a say in this uh you know, <laughs> he just tells howard stern this uh okay and nick i think we're good on uh your offspring by the way uh you know we're populating cities yeah how many kids does he have now yeah maybe he just wants to round it up to an even 20 because i think it's getting close to that number well nba young boy nba whatever it is just welcomed his 11th child yeah. yesterday there's and another guy 23 years old. <laughs> There's another <laughs> funny name where it's like someone just has like 40 kids or something. And it's like, okay. Um, I forgot though. Dude, 11 kids at 23. That's insane. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but it's interesting because it's like, they're not all under the same house. Right. Like that, that would I be, know. I bet it's a lot. <laughs> it's not easier because I bet he's paying a shit ton of money, but like, could you imagine that being under one house versus I guess, you know, just having all these kids. I, I have yeah. none of us. So, I mean, I don't know how many different like baby mamas he has, but right. with the amount of child support he's paying, like even as a millionaire, he's got to not have that much money left over. Yeah, dude, that's crazy. That's what? killing him more than fucking Uncle Sam. Uh, yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, so we'll keep uh, tabs on Nick Cannon and T-Swift. 
Madonna reportedly wants her old face back. Oh, <laughs> don't we all? Yeah. Uh, what does she mean by that? Does she have like hella plastic surgery or something? Yeah, she looks like a velociraptor. Yeah, she looks like the the North Carolina Tar Heel foot logo. <laughs> um, like yeah, it's it's bad. She does. Um, you know, like Tom Brady too. Look, like does he look good? You know, does he look worse? I think depends on the doctor. I guess I think plastic surgery is a mistake. You know, because you can't like then you're back under the knife trying to redo it if you're like and you're just doing more and more. Like just so like I I have fake teeth and I'm a proponent of that, you know, like I if you could fix your smile, do that. But, you know, if I'm going old, saggy, looking like shit, I'm just I would rather look like that than like, you know, bingo and look like that. Yeah, I agree. I think it's like because like you never know even as you get older, like what you're actually going to look like or like like you could grow one way and you could look literally like an idiot. So. True. Or you're just like, you know, I want to say you have a vision of what you think you're going to look like after plastic surgery and then you're done and it's not what you want. You yeah. know, and it's just like that would scare the shit out of me. Yeah. Um, all right. So we'll keep tabs on Madonna. The pioneer, don't know if it was the inventor or kind of the proponent of the mini skirt, passes away at 93. I can only imagine what like old time men and women when they saw a mini skirt for the first time were going through it. <laughs> was it a was it a male or female that created it? Female. Yeah. So I don't know. Like again, I don't know if she invented it or she was the one that kind of like made it popular, like, hey, yeah. I'm gonna do this, fuck the critics, uh, critics, what have you. But uh R.I.P. Yeah, a true pioneer. Yeah. True pioneer. <laughs> I need to know who the inventor of the thong bikini is because that's another pioneer. <laughs> that was uh, 40 years later, but. Um, all right. This is kind of scary. The Colorado River allotment. Have you guys uh, dug or saw a little bit about this? Uh, I had something on like, I've email, like emailed to me with news, but. I right. Yeah. New York Times. I saw it, like that headline got me because I knew it was like, uh, so I did some digging. Because the Colorado River, which sounds like, okay, it's just a river, but it's literally, you know, it's huge and it supplies multiple states out west with legitimate water. It's still like, it's still kind of crazy to think, I mean, how privileged we are as a society where it's just like water is just with us. We could just turn on a faucet and it pours out. And it's like, countries don't have that. And it's like, you know, what have you with global warming? I don't think it's getting better as opposed to getting worse, you know, because it comes out that they're literally the government has stepped in and saying, hey, we are lowering your uh, yearly water from the Colorado River to try and, and what are, is it going to go back up or are they going to keep lowering it? Uh, droughts yeah. are going to get worse. That's what scares me about the West Coast. <laughs> Just like how Florida's going to be underwater. Bro, did you did you see Fort Lauderdale fucking last week? <laughs> what was it? I actually Lauderdale? did see that. Yeah, it was like flooding. I saw a like, TikTok like, that someone was like, they were like, move to Miami, it'll be awesome. They're showing all the sun and stuff, and they it's like the, the horn blares, and they look over, and it's just cars running into each other in like water <laughs> up to flooding, their flooding yeah. in Fort Lauderdale. Wow. Not even well, I guess it's basically South Beach, but yeah, like I mean, there. that's the thing where it's not like okay, well, the sea level is rising, but it's also like you know they keep. It's mixing. The The sea is rising and then they're just pouring rain all over you because it's not going to stop raining anytime soon in Florida. Um, but yeah, DeSantis is all over the U.S. except his home state as it's underwater. I mean, the construction there, too, is just I don't have the answer, but 
we got Minnesota's the safe spot. I'm telling you, you guys got to get hip to this. We're we're <laughs> north. It's getting warmer yeah. up here. We need Ian Corbett on here. We do, yeah. We'll yeah. have to follow up <laughs> because I mean, it sounds boring, but keep an eye on the Colorado River allotment. Like, you know, where do we get our water? But like, this is actually holy shit. California, Arizona, those drought states. Um, I love some good scream time. Maybe not as much as this guy, Shams. Uh, right, the Woj, uh, yeah. NBA basketball insider, um, Riz King. He he like showed his screen time and it was something like 17 hours a day on his phone. Yeah. <laughs> Holy fuck. I mean, you gotta that, be, you gotta be for that job, but like that would, I would get sick of it at that point. I'm about to look what mine is. That's ridiculous. That's like every single waking hour, just <laughs> not looking away from Literally. He said it gets up to 20 for like trade deadline day. Mine's Dude. pretty high. What, what are you at? Okay. Uh, 11 hours. Up 27% from last week. I've had a rough week. I've been really? Week. Jesus Christ. Where do you search? Oh, here we go. Because uh, I fucking, uh, it was funny because you could see which apps you're on. And it's like, we're always talking shit at our fantasy football app. I'm at six hours. So Jack's got the double up on me. I'm at 15%. Tough week for me too. Um, I'm at five hours, 28 minutes. Hey, you know what? That's solid. But I, you know what? Like, if I don't have my phone, I've got, I wish I could show it. I've got three TVs in front of me, my computer. I pull up my yeah. iPad. I'm watching a screen regardless. <laughs> There's always a screen. Yeah. Uh, well, this says this says Netflix for eight hours, and I don't watch Netflix on my phone. So maybe it's like cross uh, overall yeah. um, from your laptop. Yeah. My, <laughs> like, you can look at your apps. And my buddy was on the fantasy. He was kind of a fringe sports fan, but wants to do well in fantasy football. He's just on the fantasy ESPN app for seven hours a day. <laughs> Looking <laughs> at projections. Um, Long ass time on the fantasy app. Can yeah. you even do that much on there? He's like, he's, he's waiting for news so he could be the first guy to waiver claim somebody. Um, I don't think he, I think he made the playoffs, so maybe it did work. All right, television before we get into television and movies before we get into the T with Jack D. Um, and then we were just talking. I'm seeing Brendan next week, Joey, Grant. So we'll probably get to, we're not going out to do content, but we're getting a couple of the boys married. So we'll probably just have content spawn. So keep an eye out for that. Harry Mason. I was like, I was kind of talking with you guys. I'm like, dude, what? I thought it was like a fairy tale or something. And then I was like, I, I had the wrong title, but, uh, it's good. Season one was brilliant. Loved it. Season two is about to finish. It's a lot like a lot of TV. Season one was better than season two, but it's a good binge show. Season one was awesome. It was like, it's like 1920s LA. This guy's like a fixer detective of sorts. And then he becomes a lawyer and like the lawyer shit's kind of interesting. Like I didn't find myself bored at all. Uh, it's a little bit of a mystery. So I enjoyed it. Got me thinking too. It's like, what jobs are extinct now? Like, there was a scene where the milkman is fucking walking through the halls, <laughs> dropping off milk. I need a milkman. I'll tell you that much. But like the phone operator, uh, you know, it's just crazy how time is evolved. Even like being a fixer is pretty hard nowadays with like cameras everywhere and stuff. True. Yeah. Is that a real job? I, I'm sure I mean, it is. I mean, you ever watched Ray Donovan? I don't know if you ever right. watched that. I mean, billions too. Like you've yeah. got a fixer. Um, Michael They're Clayton. definitely out there. Right. I mean, if people are getting stabbed in the street in San Francisco, I'm sure there's fixers. Yeah. He was a fixer, I guess. Um, Brendan, you saw Air twice. 
Yeah, I've seen Thoughts. it twice. Yeah, I I thought it's really good. Um, I wouldn't consider it like a classic, but I would still consider it really good. Definitely. I mean, I would probably even watch it again, honestly. Right. Um. Yeah. It was like. Uh, I mean, it was. It, it wasn't corny, but like it was just really well scripted. Like the story was yeah. simple. Um, uh-huh. I Chris Tucker is a great actor. Hilarious. He's <laughs> so funny, dude, and he's good. Like I yeah. mean, it's probably just him being himself. He is great in uh fucking Silver Linings Playbook, and uh, in this, like obviously the two that you know him from Rush Hour, but like I thought yeah. he put together like two great performances as a side role in those two <laughs> movies. Yeah. Um, yeah. J- Jason Bateman killed it. Like the cast was incredible. Ben Affleck's hilarious. You know, he's got range. Um, yeah. I like how they didn't really, um, you know, make it much about like actually Michael Jordan. Like they, they didn't, didn't really even show the actors. They just made it more of the story surrounding it, which was cool. And then paid homage to him at the end with like all his actual highlights. Yeah. It just yeah. wrapped it up perfect length for a movie, too. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Um, Bill Russell episode with. Damon and Affleck, they're uh, really okay. Bill Simmons, or wh- who 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 has the podcast on? Yeah, yeah, the Book of Basketball, Bill Simmons. Yeah, 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 but he has a like a movie podcast, and he had them on, and they're like stories crazy. They've been friends since like middle school. Oh, uh, Damon and Affleck. Yeah, yeah. They I mean, have, dude, they've uh, the movies they've done together have been fantastic. Yeah. So oh, and from I, Boston, I yeah. learned that. Uh, like all those phone call scenes in the movie, like with the agent and then like when Affleck and Bateman were talking together, they yeah. filmed it like where they were actually in different rooms on the phone instead of like how they usually film stuff. They like sure. like one by one. So that was like real conversations back and forth. So. Dude, who who is that actor who plays uh, the uh, freaking agent? He is hysterical. And I yeah. forgot he's in something else where he is just great as that role, just kind of just like stuck up businessman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was funny. He might he have been funny. Hysterical. Yeah. Um <laughs> and it took it like I thought it was really cool as a throwback to the 80s and 90s. Like uh, you know, that was right before we were born like just kind of seeing all that shit the old-timey computers and shit, you know, phone yeah. calls. Um and how like their headquarters like Converse, you know, I thought it was cool just seeing like the market share where they're fighting and yeah. how Nike was so profitable but not in basketball. Yeah. That was obviously the domino. Yeah, so I, I love it. Yeah, like, yeah, it's not the groundbreaking movie where, like, Spotlight is something where I'm like, holy shit, you need to see this air. I'm like, you know, this is a movie you could put on, and it's awesome. Like, you're going to enjoy yourself 10 out of 10. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm I'm say- read, uh, I was just going to say I'm going to read. I'm picking it up tomorrow from someone, but I'm going to read after seeing that Phil Knight's uh, biopic or his, like, uh, memoir called Shoe Dog. Apparently, it's fucking sick. Yeah, it was it was interesting how they portray. So, like, I knew the name uh, Sonny Picaro like immediately. I'm like, oh shit! I'm like, okay, so this is how he really kind of got, you know, super famous in basketball. And then, like, it was cool how Phil Knight was almost a side role. You know, it's like they could do a whole movie on him and Nike and what was before that, and you know, like him wearing <laughs> his jogging suit was fire. Yeah, uh, Ben Affleck's the all neon pink. Yeah, he Sonny- really owes a lot of his success to that Sonny Picaro guy. If that's mm-hmm. How how it all they don't down. even they don't talk anymore either. Really? Yeah, like, but they both like got consulted on the movie, and like Sonny said, like signed off. Like, yeah. Don't get me wrong, this was like some like some of the best time period of my life, but like apparently something happened. Shit they don't changes. 
I just thought it was funny how like Nike was literally just a running shoe and it was like people like people didn't even think it was cool. Yeah. And yeah, just the concept of throw the the guy perfect casting too. the guy who uh, makes the shoe. shoe. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) that was funny as fuck. All right. I'm excited to hear some thoughts on this because like I, I can't get this out of my head. Beef season one might have been one of my favorite 10 episodes of television I have seen in a long time, long time. Like, I went in with zero expectations um, and for a comedy. Like, it's hard to do comedy these days. This guy uh, was a writer on Silicon Valley. Uh, he was involved with Dave. Dave season one was pretty good. Dave season two, I'm kind of like, eh, you know, like, yeah. and season three, I'm just starting now. Yeah. Uh, where are you at in beef? Just so I know, Jack. I'm still, I'm, I'm still have to watch after episode one. I'm Bro, still. I'm telling you, you won't be able to stop. Like it's it, it's so good. It's funny. It's dramatic. It's suspenseful. Crazy, <laughs> unique. Uh, yeah. uh It kind of tells you about Asian culture living in the United States, which was like they made it funny and it was super interesting to me too. They're out in L.A. Um, the music selection's incredible, and the ending scene has one of the you know a great song choice as well. It's a great ending scene paired with music. Mayonnaise by the Smashing Pumpkins. Banger. <laughs> Like they, uh, it's kind of, it's funny because these guys are like older millennials basically living life. And then, uh, you like, you read, you read the, uh, description for what the show is and you're like, what? Okay. I'll check it out. That is just such a minute part. It's like, that's what sets off this whole story of how these two characters are intertwined. And yeah, I think it's funny how they, at least in the first episode, how they portray his little brother who like, he's like. Like I bought this for two G's with trade Bitcoin. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, crypto, dude. Yeah. The, the, his brother's character is crazy. You're at, you're after episode one. I'm telling you, like, I couldn't stop watching. I binged it in a day. Um, so that's my recommendation. Um, <laughs> as we get to, it's on Netflix. So, and it's awesome. It's like you know how thirty minute episodes are really like twenty two episodes made for television. These are like thirty two minute episodes, which is like perfect. Like you get enough. And they go by like quick. Um, I'm telling you, that is my recommendation. Uh, you'll enjoy it. Um, all right, let's get some more recommendations. It's the tea with Jack D here on Winging It. All right. Um, Lil Uzi Vert will appear on SNL uh, May 6th. He also has an alter ego now named Leslie that he goes go. by. Um, when you he mean Chris? Yeah, Leslie Chow. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. But interesting. Uh, interesting. Um The Weeknd's new show, The Idols, it's on HBO. Um it hasn't even come out yet and it's already like in the top 5 most popular shows based on like what's being talked about on the internet. Wasn't there like some shit though behind the scenes where it was like he people didn't like the writing or the way he was filming it or like people were just like dissettled or something. I could be wrong. Yeah, well, I think it's with something to do with uh, Barry Levinson, our boy with Euphoria. Was yeah, like that. Oh, that it's <laughs> Sam Levinson. This Rolling Stone article says the idol. How HBO's next Euphoria became twisted torture porn. That that's what I saw. Yeah, so it was just someone's like hit article. But I mean, shit. I was like, okay, I guess we'll have to wait and see. Yeah. So, I mean, I'll probably tune in just because anything HBO's. Bingo. Yeah, Succession's been great. If you guys oh. are caught up, two episodes ago was crazy. I thought it was a joke. 
Uh, I like, know. I went through 30 minutes thinking like, there's no, like what, this is another stunt, but I was on the plane and I literally go, holy fuck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, I had to rewatch it. Cause I was like, you know, knowing, and I was like, that was probably one of the best. That was one of the better episodes they had done. And, and that, like, accordingly. when they're like freaking out for that. Yeah. Third, that's, they just let them go. Like, yeah. They just, like, just, just do yeah. it. Brennan, you gotta watch that. You need to I've tried. It. I don't like it. Really? Yeah, dude, that's me with. Uh, they just don't do anything. They just talk about doing stuff, and they it's just... a slow burn. Yeah, yeah. I I like it because it's money and power, and like I don't like it's it's shot really well, like everyone flying in helicopters. But all right, um, this is kind of crazy. A photographer in the UK um, refused a prestigious award he won because he had, he admitted that he made the photo with ai oh anyway. how uh yeah how about the the drake ai stuff uh, yeah that's going crazy and now the record label is like trying to basically put like an end to it or trying to get like money out of it they're heavily interfering now the, the, like i saw someone just kind of be like ai just created a song that got like 10 billion views or something yeah like and it was like oh my god Scary. They took it off Apple Music. It was on Apple Music for a little bit. But. I mean, we were talking two weeks ago about how it's like, okay, they're generating just words and scripts. Now they're generating voices. Exactly. Yeah. Like the podcast, like the AI created a Joe Rogan podcast with his voice for an hour. It's just like, who is safe? I mean, it's it, it feels like we've, we hey, we're scrambling to advance this. All right, this is the new, you know, savior of civilization. And it's already, like, spilling out to where we can't even control it. I know. It's scary, man. <laughs> it's crazy. It's really scary. Because the way it learns, it's it learns at, like, an exponential rate, too. So, like. And if they could do that, why can't, you know, fast. the whole phone scammers are always trying to get you to answer the phone. Yep. You know, so they can record your voice and be like, say yes. Now yeah. they could just be like, hey, AI, you know, mimic this dude's voice. Here's what he sounds like. And, you know, yeah. give me your entire bank account information. Yeah. Bill, and I was dying at that TikTok you sent me of the, like, having to do with AI, but the robot who did manual labor for 17 minutes and then killed itself. <laughs> <laughs> Literally programmed itself to kill and itself because it, it was died. endless. The yeah. comments are like, did he get someone to cover his shift, though? <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen the TikToks where people try and get, like, AI to kill itself just by, like, chatting with it? No. Like, there's, like, I don't know. There's certain, like, you can chat with, like, AI SpongeBob or AI, like, different, like, cartoon characters. <laughs> and people will spend, like, 30 minutes trying to get SpongeBob to kill himself. There's <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to leave my friends. I like Patrick. And then I'll eventually kill himself. Someone goes, hey, like chatting with uh, AI and goes, create a plan to destroy humanity. And then it goes, here's what I would do. And it's just like, oh, my God, dude. <laughs> I mean, there's just nefarious people out there. Yeah. yeah there's, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, the robot who killed himself after manual labor. Someone goes, maybe just throw him a pizza party next time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Uh, Frank Ocean, everyone's heated about his Coachella set because he came on like two hours late or something and only played like three songs and stayed behind the screen like the whole time. He wasn't and even there. People <laughs> ran in 
people got there at 8 a.m. and sat there at the stage all day for him to get there. And apparently they claim he was supposed to have a huge production, but he hurt his ankle in a bike accident the day before. I mean, he's, he, no way he was there. Why Why would he do that? Uh, but who knows? Uh, is Coachella, like, is that a bucket list item for you guys? I feel like I've been to a concert, been there, done that, a festival too. I was rich. It looks pretty cool. Yeah. I would like to go. I wouldn't, I don't know if it's a bucket list item though. I mean, right. I mean, you I went to the one music festival and it was ACL and it was fucking awesome. Okay. Yeah, I guess I haven't. Like, everyone did freaking, what's the one in Chicago? Everyone's done that. Uh, Lala. Lala. Rolling Loud's I mean, be, another one. It'd be cool to go to Coachella because, like, there's dead ass just like famous people. Like, yeah, right, right. Like, party in there. Like, not that you'd like fan over them. There, you could like look to your, like, someone's video on TikTok was like, they were vibing to someone on the screen. And then you just see like Aaron Paul from Breaking Bad jumping up and down, like looking for someone in the crowd. Bieber, you know, yeah. you see that video? It was just like, I look up, I was going to leave. And then Bieber's just literally just going hard in the front row. <laughs> I saw, oh my God, there was a great TikTok where it was like, it was literally Bieber's interaction with the paparazzi from like 12 years old to now. And he was like, it started out as like, ah, oh, I guess I must be doing something right. Kind of cool to, dude, can you just fucking let me go to church? <laughs> dude, dude, like, honestly, I feel yeah. for the guy. Oh, I, I feel for him, too. Uh, yeah. Drake, Drake, child stardom. Where the hell is Drake Bell? <laughs> they, what they, the Jack fuck? Said, Jack said they found him. By a middle not. school. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm what, serious. Did he a grab on at Preckles? Yeah, <laughs> they, they found him. Um, Okay, I... An American remake of Squid Game is usually it's reported in the work at Netflix. And the top comment was, no one asked for this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who are they going to get? Like, of course, America has to make the remake. But like, what, like Ken Watanabe, you know, who's going to yeah. who's going to be the American Asian version of this show, I guess. Um, a. A toddler crawled through the fence at the White House and was uh, like on the just crawling around on the garden, and the Secret Service had to come pick it up. <laughs> Please take him. Like I don't like what was it lost? Did someone drop it off? Um, yeah. On the note of the White House, like so. Uh, I mean, going back to transgender talk and first, like Bud Light, like people are boycotting Bud Light because they're like, I, I've all of a sudden done some double looks. Cause I'm not even thinking about it. I'm getting two Bud Light, like 16 ounce hammers. Like that's my go-to thing. I love Bud Light, the drink, but now I'm kind of like, wait, are people judging me for this? Um, Nelk does their uh, video, which was hysterical, bringing the dog to the vet, asking for a, a gender change or something. <laughs> and it was like, like it was hysterical. And it was like, but didn't they interview Chris Jenner and like gas her up the entire time? But they're gonna make fun of Mr. Beast. Well, uh, Chris, Chris, or Caitlyn Jenner. Caitlyn, sorry. Yes. Caitlyn is against like the whole like pushing the woke agenda of it, which make it doesn't make sense, but she is. Right? Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> it makes that makes zero sense. Uh, <laughs> I know. Or she's like, "Hey, you shouldn't do this," but I literally did it. Well, but like, because did she just get a full on? I mean, that's the other thing, too, is like hormone blockers are what's it's like, wait, OK, you know, a kid makes a choice and all of a sudden, you know, they're they're not even fully formed adults to make that choice to maybe they shouldn't have done it. 
and now you're like you know impending their natural health so to speak but well, sex changes it, have always been around haven't they you know since yeah. like this is the new sex change i think i'm meaning by the caitlin jenner thing same thing with jeffree star i saw a clip the other day so yeah like like you can be trans whatever they're like they said these like pronouns and like getting so mad about everything is like pointless. Gotcha. I'm totally with yeah. that. I think that's, I mean, that's gotta be common sense, but also on the other side of the thing is like, give these people rights, you know, the common sense, don't treat them as a lesser than, you know, that's right. the other thing. Just be human. But um, yeah, I mean, everyone's triggered about shit. Well, but <laughs> light just dropped a new video trying to aid an America video with like the Clydesdales. And it's like talking about how they're dropping this new, like, original recipe brew Budweiser like that's like looking all manly uh, good, the advertising's working they're getting people pissed off they're getting people talking I I haven't even seen these commercials I I'm just drinking Bud Light for the taste and SDL represent um the U.S. government wasted an estimated 247 billion dollars of taxpayer dollars in 2022 um according to the government accountability office uh, reports from the agency show the U.S. has lost nearly 2.4 trillion over the last 20 years. Uh, like I don't even do. Are we just the Saudis? But you know, not Saudis. We just have unlimited money, and we just say we have debt, but we really don't have debt. We just keep piling it up. I don't understand it. But hey, we're living. Um, I didn't even know this was still a thing, but Netflix officially has gotten rid of DVD delivery in the mail. You could yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, I don't know that was the thing either. <laughs> the OG. It's kind of like when, when it was announced that the iTouch was. Th that's what's going to happen to Facebook. You know, in 10 years, it's going to be like, hey, Facebook is shut down because no one uses it except for 80-year-olds. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, $5 billion from just the mail-in service, I think I saw correctly for Netflix, which is they changed the wow. game. But now when you you got to keep growing for the shareholders, shareholders keep growing. Everyone's like, is Netflix doomed because that they're, you can't keep growing. It's like, it's, uh -huh. how do you win? I mean, they're still yeah. putting out good shit for us, the consumer. Uh, this is pretty crazy on Monday. Uh, in a partnership with Goldman Sachs, Apple launched a savings account that can be uh, accessed through your Apple wallet that yield with an annual yield of 4.15%. Which is like trying to bring savings accounts back because, like, the, I mean, it's not even worth it going to Wells Fargo, right? If correct me if I'm wrong, because it's like 0 0.02 so now or something, but now they're, I mean, I have the Apple card, which I like, but that's probably like my least used credit card. But it is well, fine. your rewards from the Apple card can go okay, right it, it's so minimal. Yeah, so like, I get daily cash and it's like I get like 50 a month from you know purchases. Sorry, Brent. No, I was going to say pretty much like every sort of savings account is like yielding a lot right now compared to like two years ago. I think Apple is trying to do it to bring to basically get in the banking industry where they can eventually yeah. have so much money like within their quote unquote bank that they won't have to go to the bank to like fund big products or projects or to get loans. They'll basically just have all the money themselves. Very interesting. So like trying to basically take over that. <laughs> just take out the middleman. Yeah. Interesting. Um, okay, what else we got? We only have a couple things left. Uh, all right, on to some movie news. Uh, Scorsese's next movie, Killers of the Flower Moon with Leo, has a runtime of three hours and 20 minutes. 
Um, I mean, there's no way I'm watching that in a theater. I can't do it. It was fun. I mean, I, the theater was packed when I saw Air, and it's, uh, it, there was a moment in the movie where every old person with a prostate issue got up and had to like scurry to the bathroom. And I was like, usually I'm that guy that has to piss during a movie too, but I was fine, like perfect timing, bro. Three hours and twenty five minutes, and you can't pause it, and you miss part of the movie. Like, yeah, literally from just a time efficiency perspective, that makes zero sense. That should be illegal. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, granted, Batman was about that long, though, and I watched was, it. wasn't three hours, 20 minutes. Yeah, I think it was like three hours and 15 Holy minutes. Holy shit. <laughs> How about, oh, my God, on that note, do you see the the uh, Penguin series premiere, the yeah. trailer drop? That looked epic. Yeah. Uh, no, mini series too. Who's that actor? It's fucking Colin Farrell. That's right. <laughs> Dude, uh, so the new True Detective is coming out. Everyone rips on the Colin Farrell season. I'm going to give it another. I've watched it twice because I'm a diehard True Detective fa- season fan, uh, series fan. Season one's like the pinnacle of television, obviously. Season two, everyone ripped apart. I, It was fine. And then I haven't rewatched three yet, but I remember watching it when it came out a couple of years back. And I, I thought it was pretty good. But uh, I literally just rewatched, finished True Detective season one the other day. Yeah, and my girlfriend never seen it. Incredible. Oh, yeah, um, I, I could. If someone hasn't seen it, I will literally, you know, <laughs> take out two days of my life to sit there and watch it with you because I would rewatch it again. You know, it's that. Yeah. Good. And it took us like two days because it was like, but oh, yeah. I forgot in season two, Vince Vaughn's in it, which kind yeah, of yeah, Rachel McAdams. Like, it's, I, I don't know, the story was just kind of all over the place, and it looked like, and, and Taylor Kish, uh, fucking the dude, Tim Riggins from Friday Night Lights. Um, season season three is pretty good. Yeah, yeah, with uh Mahasha Ali, uh, whatever his first yeah. name is. Yeah. Um. All right. So yeah, we were the Succession fans. Um, incredible. Oh, I'm excited yeah. to see what they do with it. Um. Uh, uh, they're rapid. Uh, Barry's. Uh, I'm gonna rewatch oh, Barry. I, that's too next to my list to watch. I've heard that. It's so great. Barry's great. That's another great show. Um, and they're fine. Like four is pretty much if you're a really good television series, like four is perfect. You yeah. know, length, you know, Perry Mason should probably be done. Perry Mason should probably call it after two, but season one's great. Uh, a Barbie movie in Oppenheimer premiere on the same day in July. <laughs> so the uh, the means. Barbie into Oppenheimer. Yeah, the memes of like me passing Oppenheimer to go see Barbie with the boys. Um, I don't. Is this movie going to be good? I don't like. I can't. I'm tell. actually going to Barbie yeah. because apparently that director Greta Gerwig is really, really renowned, and uh, Michael Sarah is actually in it as well. So. Uh, you know what uh, movie theater preview I just saw when I was seeing Air? And this movie, I could tell, is going to get, you know, every single critical award known to man. But I do not, I cannot physically fathom how any second of this is good. Asteroid City. With oh, uh, Wes uh, Anderson. Yeah. Like, yeah. If, have you seen the preview? I'm like, what is this about? I know. Well, I didn't laugh a Anderson single movie? second. Yeah, well, I was trying to think what his other one was that uh, the Grand Budapest Hotel's one. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, 
the yeah. French Dispatch too. I couldn't yeah. really get into Moonrise Kingdom. He's all over the place. Yeah, he uh, he's very Wes Anderson. What was Moonrise Kingdom back in twenty? 20- I, I I think that's him. I don't know. Yeah, no, it is. Reminds me, Bill Murray's in that. That's the only reason I know that. You know what I just watched last night was Lost in Translation for the first time. Oh yeah. What was the point of that movie? I, I don't know if I've seen that all the way through, but I've definitely like started that before. I mean, um, it was it was a seven out of ten from the users, and then a ninety-two out of a hundred from the critics. That was a six out of ten, and it would have been a five if Scarlett Johansson wasn't in it. Um, right. Yeah. Um. And for suggestions, um. Yeah, kind of just have what we've talked about, what I've been watching of these. Oh, I, you know what I've been watching? Because I always got to have just some network show for me to just throw on. Sure. And I started NCIS. Because, really? Okay, yeah. I mean, because I've watched Criminal Minds and NCIS is like 15 seasons and it's an easy watch. And it's so just, easy. You could just throw it on. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I, I did I'm that I'm just laying in bed. I'll like throw that on and go on TikTok and like. Oh yeah, it's just, you can just put it on and go. It's not like you're gonna miss anything. It's the same. It's same. Th- same thing every episode, just a different story, different uh, you know guest cast. Yeah, uh, nice. But my one suggestion is the, the the Boston Marathon Bomber documentary on Netflix. Yeah, I was checking that out. It just maybe it just maybe sad. Maybe I got one episode in. I, I don't know. You gotta make it's like. They, they have some crazy footage in like yeah like okay. of like when they're like chasing him and stuff like this neighbor was like filming the whole time it's crazy yeah have you seen patriots day yes that's, yeah that's yeah. a good one so that's that good. whole like shootout scene in the yeah movie, yeah okay they have like real footage of that and it's kind of crazy i'll check that out yeah um good stuff that's the tea with jack d as we wrap up here on winging it uh we'll talk to you guys next week and then also uh brennan and i will be in the cut so look out for some uh bonus content all right take care